0: what a down market means for your business. In light of the recent economic turmoil, the coronavirus, there's a lot of uncertainty out there, and I'm going to share some thoughts on what it means for you and your business. Welcome to this week's episode Dylan's podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher and this is my podcast where I get to share thoughts once a week affecting and impacting entrepreneurs based on conversations and things I am learning and doing every day as I work with small and medium-sized businesses to help them fix, fund, and grow their products and their services and ultimately their bottom line. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you for all of the support that you've been uh, giving the podcast. Uh, as I watch the statistics and I take note of the questions and the comments and the text messages that I get, obviously someone's listening to this, and that's uh, that's pretty neat because it means someone's getting some value out of it. So thanks very much, and hopefully this week's episode is no different. Uh, kind of the theme of why I do this podcast and... Uh, the other podcast that I run each week is because as an entrepreneur, I think it's tough to find folks that you can talk with about real stuff. And so I try to pull some of those things uh, together once or twice a week in hopes that there's an entrepreneur out there that isn't out um, talking with somebody, but still would like to uh, benefit from some practical and real advice. And so this week, very timely, of course, because of the Uh, coronavirus that is impacting virtually everything, uh, as well as the um, stock market and the price of oil, which uh, is sort of going into a pretty big bear market and we're just watching in real time um, uh, kind of a tough tough environment uh, get built around us as business owners. And so I thought it would be very timely to share my experience because I have been through uh, I've been through a few downturns, but i've been I was through the um I ran a business, ran a business into the ground pretty much uh, over the uh, or through the last uh, big financial downturn. And I think there are some lessons to be learned, recognizing that no two things, no two events are ever exactly the same. But I do think there are lessons that uh, that apply. And so why don't we just get right uh, right into it? So the first thing I want to say is if you run a business right now and you're, holding your heart and you're losing sleep at night um, and you're and you're you're nervous about what the future might hold uh, a couple of things or a couple of things some, something to keep in mind is that the market will recover in some shape or form as you've heard me probably share before that the market doesn't return in the same way so whatever product or service you're providing to the marketplace today chances are the market is still going to need that product or service When the coronavirus has found its way through the market, when the price of oil has started to rise again, and when the stock market recovers, whatever product or service your business is providing is probably still going to be needed, although it might be tough to think about that today. So having said that, one of the things that I can share with you from my experience is that if you look at... um, if you, if you look at sort of the structure of your business and your costs and the tasks and kind of the stuff that you do inside of your business, leading up to a downturn, what tends to happen is that, um, generally speaking, I think things in business get better. They get more efficient. Uh, there are new tools and resources available. There's you know software. There's the internet. There's hardware. The price of things comes down. The functionality of things goes up. And by the time a stock or by the, by the time um, the economy has started to bottom out, businesses that are in a position to hang on and button down the hatches or batten down the hatches and uh, find a way to, you know, kind of slog through the tough go, what happens is they they end up retooling and tweaking their business as they go. And the example that maybe I'll use are oil companies. And so when you, you think about, you know, maybe 20 years ago, it it costs just a certain amount of money to get a barrel of oil out of the ground. When you think about people's wages, when you think about the equipment that oil companies need, so on and so forth. Well, you fast forward a couple of decades, and all of those same costs undoubtedly have gone down. Now, there are other costs that have gone up, such as some of the uh, the environmental costs, maybe some of the labor uh, costs would, would, would have risen. But generally speaking, Um, it is more efficient today than it was 20 years ago to get oil out of the ground. Now, you might say, Dylan, I'm not in the oil business, so what does that mean for me? Well, any business benefits from that same improvement in efficiency. You may not not be aware of it today, but that might be only because you haven't been looking for it. I know on a very, very small scale, changing over an accounting system from an accounting system that works on your desktop, like a program that you've got to download and install and then reboot your computer and then do updates and then reboot your computer again, you know, that software might cost you, I don't know, three to $500 a month, say. But moving to a cloud-based accounting system, now all of a sudden, your cost is a tenth of what that desktop software was. And so, even though you're not an oil company, or you may not be an oil company, you're still benefiting, you still have the opportunity to benefit from the efficiencies in the marketplace. Now, there are some entrepreneurs that say, Dylan, I've already been doing that. I'm going to be one of the, our business is going to be one of the businesses that does, in fact, survive uh, this downturn, because we know that our competitors haven't been making the investments that we've been making. And so uh, we're just going to, we're just going to run the clock out. And by the time the clock has run out, we're going to be, we're going to be one of the last ones standing. So if you're if you're an entrepreneur and you say uh, look we've been making these improvements and this is what we've been doing then chances are you are benefiting from the efficiency in the marketplace and whatever it it used to cost your business to deliver your product or service to the marketplace. It probably costs less today. And, and truth be told, it's probably going to cost less tomorrow, next month, and in the coming years as well. If you're an entrepreneur that hasn't done the work to figure this out, then you're either going to do it out of desperation or you're not going to do it and you're not going to succeed. I recall back during the, the financial crisis that our particular business, one of the things we did do really well. In fact, I think we were the best in the market at it, was that we had built, long before it was uh, uh, commonplace, we had online portals for our clients to log into on the internet where they could watch the status of their mortgage application. So this was back in 2000 and, oh shoot, 2004, 2005... You would get an email from us and it would show you we got your application, we've submitted it to the bank, we've gotten all of your documents, here's a copy of them if you want to see them because we would be PDFing these documents and then emailing them to banks and lenders while other people were using uh, fax machines. And so I can tell you from my own experience that what we were doing to make our business more efficient, uh, you know, years later it just became commonplace in the market to, to do that. And so when these markets go through these, through these corrections, businesses oftentimes will double down or, or use the downturn to make their businesses better, make their businesses more efficient because they have to if they're going to survive. And then what happens is when the market returns, part of the reason why it doesn't return in the same way uh, is because the overall cost structure has come down. It's, it's a race to the bottom if you will. Prices generally don't go back up to, to the price that they were at before. So the prices for your products or your services don't return to the price that they were before. But even if they, maybe even if they did return to the price that they were at before, it now doesn't, it's not going to cost you as much as it, it's not going to cost you as much to deliver those products and services as it did before. Because during the downturn, everything became much more efficient and much more streamlined. As As businesses and as entrepreneurs, we're trying to figure out a way to just hang on long enough. So what does that mean for your business? Well, if you believe what I believe, which is these moments do pass, that they don't last forever, but that they don't come back the same way they left then as a business, you have to say, okay, is our product or service still going to be needed in the marketplace no matter what happens? Chances are pretty good that the answer to that question is going to be yes. So you say, great, our product or service is going to be needed in the marketplace. So now what do we need to do to survive? If we don't have cash in the bank, then how do we raise cash? Do we get rid of assets? Um, Do we look to maybe partner with other businesses in our space and collectively come together and pool our resources so that we can all uh, survive? Um, If we don't have customers, then how do we go and get customers? Do we have to repackage what it is that we do? Do we have to find a new way to deliver it? Do we simply have to deliver more value at a lower price? Again, out of desperation so that we can get more customers. And you start going through the list of how do we survive type questions. And what this means for your business is that if you can answer those questions, And you can manage your business really well, make tough decisions quickly, that when the market comes back around in whatever shape or form that's going to be, you will be able to benefit from all of those tough decisions and all of those changes that you made while times were tough. And I know for me, um, I didn't want to believe Uh, mostly because I didn't have a point of reference for it. But I didn't want to believe that things were going to get worse or stay the same. I wanted to believe that things were going to get better. And I wish someone would have told me, Dylan, you know, things are going to get better, but they're not going to get better the way you think they're going to get better. Because what you think is that the market is simply going to return back to what it was before it turned um, sour. Um, And the market isn't going to return that way. Because when the market returns, you got to remember, Dylan, everyone who made it made their businesses more efficient. So that means they were able to lower their costs. So that means they were able to lower their prices. So that means if you thought it was competitive before, it's gonna be really competitive uh, when the market returns if you haven't done the work to make your business better. So instead of staying up at two in the morning and worrying about what might happen in your business, or instead of walking around thinking the sky is falling and this is brutal and we don't know what we're going to do, I would encourage you to spend that exact same amount of effort thinking through what you need to do to make sure that your business survives. Because I've now just shared with you that a downtime is the best time to figure out how to make money. As an entrepreneur, as a business owner, if you can figure out how to make money when the market is really low and really bad, all it means is when the market finally returns, you're just going to get that much more of a return on any investments of time, money, or energy that you make today. There's that old saying that um, money is made in a down market and collected in an up market. And that's always stood out to me. Great businesses, uh, as you've heard me say, I'm sure great businesses are not built when times are good. Great businesses are built when times are bad. Because when times are not good, that's when you have to be very good at what it is, at the product or service that you deliver to to the marketplace. And I guess I, I have to point out that maybe you're listening to this and maybe it doesn't Encourage you, or maybe it does not inspire you, and you're thinking, "Great, Dylan, that's wonderful," but you know what? I just can't muster the energy. I don't know how to do it. Even if I knew how to do it, I'm not sure I would want to do it. And in that case, maybe you call it a day. Maybe you shut it down. Maybe you turn off the lights and shut the front door. And uh, I certainly remember the morning that I had to make that decision. And ultimately, um, uh, I remember sitting in in the in in my living room uh, with Lisa we were talking about the business and I said, you know, I think I just got to go lock the front door. I mean, we really don't have any other choice. And this was months, like this was months after the market had bottomed out. And I had finally, I had finally learned the hard way that the market wasn't going to return. And even if it did, it wasn't going to look the same. And I simply wasn't ready for it um, and didn't do the work to prepare for it. And so if you feel that way, there's no shame in calling it a day. You know, if you've run a business and you think it's run its course and you've done the absolute best job that that you can do and you're just out of wind, then close it up. But don't keep humping it along. Don't keep pushing it along. Don't keep thinking that maybe something is going to be different uh, tomorrow. If you're out of gas, you're out of gas and you might be better served going to do something else. And that's pretty tough. I get it. Easier for me to say um, than to, you know, than to to do the things that need to be done to wind a business down. But there's probably no one else in your life that's going to tell you that either. So if you're going to hang out in the marketplace and if you're going to survive, then get to work making your business really strong right now. And it will be hard and it is stressful and there is a lot of pressure, but if you can figure it out right now, you're going to be well served as time goes on. And if you don't have the energy or the, the motivation to do that, then just cut your losses now and move on so that you can get busy um, getting to where it is you think you need to be so that you don't get stuck, which is the worst thing to do in a down market. And that happened to me. I just simply got stuck a couple of months of um, not uh, realizing what was happening, not being able to make good decisions, and then ultimately it took a long time to uh, to recover from. So don't don't do the same thing that I did. Uh, so this podcast, not necessarily the happiest one that I've ever done, but hopefully it gives you a few things uh, to think about that leading uh, leading up to a downturn in the marketplace, businesses ultimately use the downturn to become more efficient and, and uh, more profitable. So when the market returns, they are that much further ahead. And at the same time, downturns uh, have a way of uh, sifting out the market for businesses that just shouldn't, shouldn't, that were riding good times, but really didn't have a fundamentally strong grasp of what was going on in their business. And so they just end up going away. Um, So hopefully there's something here. Hopefully some of the things that I've shared do either put a stone in your shoe or encourage you to do something, whether that's to get going or to maybe turn the lights out. Um, But either way, don't do nothing. Don't uh, stay stuck. Make sure that um, in this down market, uh, that that you have the opportunity to make the most of it, even if that means cutting your losses and, and moving on. So thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions about what I've shared on today's episode, feel free to reach out to me. I'm a pretty easy guy to get a hold of. love hearing myself talk, so I'm more than happy to share my, my thoughts and, uh, and opinions with you. And um, if you have something unique that you want to ask, um, you, maybe you think your circumstance or your situation uh, uh, is only... Uh, something that you're going through, um, it's not. But if you feel it is, uh, send your question over to me. Let me let me have a have a run at trying to answer it for you. Um, and in the meantime, get out there and uh, do what you need to do. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Make sure to share it or rate it, because when you do that, it gets in front of other people that could benefit from this content in particular. Uh, entrepreneurs, although I was made aware today that not everyone listening to this uh, podcast is is an entrepreneur, which is which is great. Um, And I hope that you're able to tune in and download next week's episode.